Hey guys, I'm Jay. I'm one of the co-founders and the CEO at Imagine Insights. I'm here with our community exec, Nick. Welcome to our podcast, Imagine This, the podcast for all things Gen Z. Want to know more about Gen Z? Then join us for our 20-minute monthly podcast where we'll discuss what matters to Gen Z, how they think, and the incredible impact they're having on society. But just before we get started, I wanted to let you guys know that we pay our Gen Z community for every single insight they provide to our brand. To pay more Gen Z and be the best at what we do, we really, really need this podcast to grow. And it's very easy for you to help. If you're listening to us via the Apple Podcast app, then simply press subscribe. That's it. You've helped us massively by one simple action. Thank you so much for helping us to pay more Gen Z. Now, on to the episode. In this, our fifth episode, we'll be talking to one of our Gen Z community, community members, Liv Davies, on our brutally honest thoughts about Clubhouse, Substack, Spotify, and Twitter leading the way with tipping creators, and also how TikTok is revolutionizing the music industry. But before we get started, um, Liv, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you and where are you from? Hello, everyone. I'm Liv. I'm 19 years old and I'm from Nottingham. Awesome. And Liv, are you working or are you studying? What's happening in your life? Um, I'm a first year uni student at Nottingham Trent studying psychology and then I have a part time job on the side. She is a hustler. I love that. <laughs> and how long have you been part of our community, Liv? So I looked and I've been a part of the community since about February 2020. So February 20 last, last year. So Liv is an OG (laughs) in the game. She's provided lots of insights for our clients and we absolutely adore her. Um, But I'm going to kick off with our first topic. So Clubhouse, Substack, Twitter and Spotify have been leading the charge by enabling users to tip their favourite creators directly through their platforms. This shift of power is very interesting to me um, and you can see how the big social media platforms are starting to realise how they truly need to put creators first. Liv, I'm actually going to come to you first about this one. What do you think of social media platforms allowing users to tip their favourite creators? Well, firstly, I think it's like amazing that these social media platforms are giving spaces for people to like feel heard and to share their talents and their giftings. And and yeah, I think people do have a space to put out work when they may not have had that space before. I have a lot of bias in this subject because I'm from a family of creatives. Like a lot of people around me are kind of like in that industry. Um, and yeah, and I think also creatives do deserve that recognition and it changes what people feel about that sort of um, industry. It kind of changes how people think of it as like a hobby or something they could do at the side. But I think it would be like great if you could imagine like young people being able to put um, their content out and actually be paid for it and being able to like go to their parents or the people that look after them and just say like, hey, this is something that I can actually get into and it can be something more than just a hobby. It can actually be a career for me. Love that. I love the idea of it being more than a hobby. And I think it's a great place, almost like it, it could become like a part-time job for people. Like, hey, yeah. mum and dad, friends around me, um, whatever, if you like my content, you can you can subscribe to it and, and, and help me to actually have this almost as a part-time job, which I think is really, really cool. And Nick, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I actually completely agree that I think there's kind of this shift now from um kind of social media and 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 kind of creating is becoming kind of more of a, an accepted thing as kind of a as a hustle but i think yeah i think it's really interesting this kind of development that social media um you know they want to enable creators to kind of monetize their their content i would say though i don't think that these kind of platforms we've just mentioned are lead have led the charge i think it was actually twitch because they 
they've had a, a similar feature for a while. So, you know, if you watch, um, you know, you can watch people on on Twitch stream kind of video games. And if you find like a particular gamer that you you enjoy watching, uh, I'm not, not saying that I do, but you can then donate money to them so they can kind of continue their stream, um, you know, so they can do it more often or on like a full-time basis. So for them, instead of a tip, it was, it was like a donation. I think they were really kind of like the, um, you know, the platform that really pushed this forward. But I think overall, I think if you if you break it down, if you're willing to to tip a waiter in a restaurant for a great service, then why why not tip a creator? You know, if they're if they're providing you with you know with a service that you're that you're happy with, um, and I just think yeah, it's an it's an interesting kind of idea. This even like a membership club um, style thing, which you know Spotify as well, they've rolled out this kind of new paid subscription option to help kind of creators monetize their platform, uh, their podcast. Sorry, um, and yeah, I just think it's. It's interesting that you know, in all in all different services in any industry, you know, the more ways you can uh, provide kind of different levels of service and monetize it in different ways, you know, why not? Yeah, I love I I love that you you fired shots at me, bro. You're like <laughs> Jay didn't do his research, and it's actually Twitch that came first. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> you know I mean, someone did his research. No, I love that. Um, and I love the way you said, um, if you're willing to tip a waiter, then why not tip your favorite creator? Um, and I love that it rhymed, by the way. Um. And I think that's really interesting because it's the almost the I some of my favorite creators, I will look at their stuff like multiple times a week. And I never even considered potentially tipping them or supporting them on Patreon or anything. I, I think you you've made a great point that they're delivering a service. Sometimes we don't see creators as delivering a service. We almost see it as like a oh hey, um, you just create content. And and it's going back to what Liv was saying is how it's it's going away from just being a hobby and it can actually become a become a job. And this is a great way for platforms to support that. And I like the final point you made about Spotify um, and the membership club piece. And I think it'd be interesting if Spotify could take almost that subscription model to other different areas in their company as well, which is good. But Nick, I'm actually going to stick with you. Can you see a day where social media platforms have a truly balanced partnership with their creators, where creators are seen as as equal partners? Um, so actually following on a bit to kind of what Liv mentioned in the previous uh, question, I think that um, this idea that people are, are becoming more and more, you know, accepting of kind of creating on social media platforms and that's kind of self-monetization is becoming easier and, like I said, more acceptable. I think that, um, you know, people are more and more comfortable with kind of like publicly sharing like their cash app usernames, um, you know, to receive money from strangers. So I can imagine from like a, a creator standpoint, they would, you know, they would they would love to kind of achieve this balanced partnership um, that you've mentioned, Jay. Um, however, even if there is this kind of financial incentive to allow users to tip creators, um, you know, as all companies kind of take a percentage of the money earned, I don't see it. I'm not sure I see a day when social media platforms are going to be totally comfortable with creators being kind of on equal terms, equal partners. Um, you know, even though kind of social media platforms, they need creators, creators can kind of come from anywhere and there's an abundance of people that are kind of getting into this space now. So I'm not sure if it will ever truly become balanced because the kind of social media platforms will always have that that upper hand in a way. I think that's so interesting, the idea that it's like without the creators, social media platforms don't have a platform, but yet they don't see them as equal partners. And I do agree with that. I don't know if that day will come. Liv, do, you, do your thoughts differ? What, what are your thoughts on this? 
Well, I thought that was really interesting what Nick said because I completely agree. Like, I've as I was reading the question, it was like um, these platforms are nothing without creators. But I think what's really interesting is that much like a lot of other things in our society and in our generation, maybe that if it's whether it's fashion or trends or anything everything is so fast paced and everything is so quick so I do think that these social media platforms can give off the idea that like everyone is replaceable and there's always a new person there's always a new voice and I think yeah it kind of there won't be they kind of don't have the resources to really put care into each creator and to let them know that you know they are like wanted and needed and yeah, I don't think they have the resources to be able to communicate care um, and to keep them as equal partners and to yeah invest in them because it's almost like, oh, everybody's replaceable. So we're going to like that's, have someone coming from everywhere. So yeah, I think that's the... That's such a good point. Sorry, I nearly jumped in on you there. But yeah, no, I, th- I think that's an amazing point. Not enough resources. And it kind of begs the question, if the big social media platforms don't have enough resources, who bloody hell does? Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, def- I definitely, I couldn't agree with you guys more. So we're going to move on to our next topic. We're going to leave that one there. Um, our next topic is a recent study found TikTok has a huge influence on the music industry and even has the power to determine top charts and um, expertly propel the previously unknown artists to fame. Um, Liv, what are your thoughts on TikTok changing the way Gen Z listens to music? And how do you think this is going to impact the music industry and the artists in particular? Being completely real with you, um, this morning, my mum played as a song and I was like, oh my gosh, this song sounds so familiar. Where's it from? And then I realised it's one of the TikTok trends. <laughs> and like, I was just like, oh my gosh, I know this song. It's from TikTok. And I think even look at, you can obviously see, like, even if you look now, that the music is way up there and people recognise it from TikTok, whether it's a trend or whether it's... Um, yeah, just like a really overplayed track, like it's used so much. I think it's great, honestly. I think it, you know, brings that um, multi-service level because obviously you can see something on TikTok and then you can see it actually affecting the real world, um, which is amazing. And I really think that um, it's opened the doors for so many people because you can record a TikTok. If you've got a phone, you've got internet connection, you can record a TikTok with your beautiful vocals or your beautiful spoken word or your rap or anything like that. And then you can put it onto the platform and it can get big and there's nothing really stopping you from doing that. And I think, whereas maybe if someone couldn't have access to a professional recording studio and it's almost like their talent isn't as good or as valid when that's completely untrue and it's almost like the talent is speaking for themselves it's not like how like what who you know it's not your connections it's more of like actually no you've got a talent it needs to be heard and TikTok does make that a lot more easier for real talent and real voices to be heard oh that was a bar the talent is speaking for itself oh my goodness (laughs) um that is a quote I'm going to be quoting that all over the place I love that I love the idea where you're saying you can you can have your talent and with all the technology that Gen Z have at their disposal and even older generations have at their disposal now, you can literally create content. You can create, you can put your voice out there and and, and blow up and, and actually start a career. And I think um, Little Nas X is a perfect example of this. That he started off really just, just doing that. And I think the great thing about TikTok is it really provides that, um, that opportunity in a almost like a flawless way. It makes you feel mm-hmm. like you can go viral really easy on TikTok compared to previous platforms where I feel like it would take a lot longer to reach a million followers than it does on TikTok. Um, but that's such a good point, um, Liv. What about yourself, Nick? What do you think? Um, yeah, I think TikTok has completely changed the way Gen Z listens to music, but also 
how the industry and artists view music and the, and the industry. I think literally just the simple fact that artists and, you know, their earnings and the followings are boosted so much by, you know, their music going viral on TikTok. I think it's enough to kind of like demonstrate how much of an impact it's had. And I think just the best example that I think everyone can can um, can think of is, um, you know, the comeback of Fleetwood Mac's song Dreams um, that, you know, became popular off that guy. I can't remember his name, but, um, you know, the so the guy that was kind of skate, skating through, I think it was California, he was drinking some ocean spray, like cranberry juice while listening to the song and it just went completely viral and I think it hit top of the charts and it was just such like a an interesting thing to happen and I think also kind of you know following on to what Liv said about you know the fact that TikTok also gives free access to all you know to all these music tracks allowing anybody to create videos that can go viral is I think that's extremely important as kind of you know especially with Gen Z you know are really creative and they enjoy especially kind of short format content but I have to admit that the the whole conversation does beg the question about the role of music labels, as you know, their whole aim is to kind of market the music and make sure it's heard by millions. But you know, the kind of the rise of TikTok, it you know, it makes it difficult to predict these new trends. And you know, making a, a video go viral, it's you, you, you can't really predict predict these things. But I'm sure that you know these music uh, labels will know how to kind of leverage TikTok and make you know, themselves and artists, a lot of money, but it definitely has changed kind of the thought process. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with you more. I think what TikTok um, has done, it's put the power back into the artist's hands in some way, because I think you can you can see a vibe now where for music labels, um, you can discover an artist on TikTok or an artist can come on. I see a lot of artists creating songs just for TikTok. So you'll see like they'll have like, 10 seconds or 15 seconds of a song that are really, really catchy. When you listen to the rest of the song, it's actually not that great. But those 10 or 15 seconds are really, really good. And that's what everybody's replaying on TikTok. And I think it's the the, the fact that artists are making songs specifically for TikTok then speaks to the fact that this this is going to be continue to be a massive trend and it's going to continue to grow. And I'm also very interested to see how music labels deal with this because it's a it's an interesting time as a label you're kind of like we're losing control in some way because no longer is it we create this artist or we create this package and then we put it out over instagram it's we have to go and look for them on tiktok and they're creating their own fan base and they have a, a much closer connection so i think it's it's a really good points that both of you made but that is it we are done we are out of here as i promised we're under 20 minutes we're getting quicker and quicker <laughs> and live thank you so much for your time um, for coming on nick Thanks. the same to you as always um Liv, you got any final words anything you want to say for the people um no thank you so much for giving me a voice and giving me some time um yeah and i think it's just great that we're talking about gen z and how powerful we are because i do think that we are the generation of change and we are unpredictable but that's how we like it so yeah it's great Jeez, i love that exactly i got wow. a little bit better myself guys that's, that's a good way to end it so as we promised under 20 minutes thank you for listening to our fifth episode of Imagine This. Our mission at Imagine Insights is to help Gen Z to shape their future. And we know the best way for them to do that is with brands, because brands save countries and culture like politicians only wish they could. So we enable agencies and brands to crowdsource feedback, ideas, or insights from our community of Gen Z within 72 hours. We are very, very good and very, very quick. So please feel free to like, 
subscribe or share this podcast. Also, reach out to us if you have any questions you want to ask our Gen Z community or just reach out to me personally if you just want to get in touch and hear more about what we do. Thank you again for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Imagine This.